0: Hi, it's we're back again. It's Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Well, actually, it's 5 o'clock because um, we actually have our service at 6 o'clock. But lately with this whole COVID thing, a lot of people don't want to gather. So we're just so blessed that um, we get to be with you. I just wish I, you know, as, as Italians would say, I could, wish I could see you in the flesh. You know, we got to pinch the cheeks and, you know, we got to get close. We're not allowed to do that right now. But anyway, it's so good to see everybody. It's a foggy night here in Avalon, but it's beautiful to be on an island. It's beautiful to see the birds in the ocean air. And so we're excited to be with you guys tonight. My husband's got a great message on being a maker, not a peacekeeper. So you're going to be really excited to um, just and be challenged. Hopefully it's not going to be a very long message. Uh, we, we know that it's hard, and so we're trying to get some short time with compact information and so we're sh- we're i guarantee you're gonna like it so um let's go ahead and let's open up what do we where, where do we start tonight pastor well,
1: the title um is a new humanity part three this is the third part i'm going to touch a little bit on the first two parts to kind of catch us up really quickly um i shared in the first week um a scripture the one sent from heaven has a race of heavenly people who are just like him mm-hmm. and it was talking about how Jew and Gentile, they were two different people groups, right? Um, and because of Christ, he, he changed everything. And so that he basically created a new race of heavenly people. And because of that, because we're different, because we have the Spirit of God dwelling inside of us, um, there's a difference that we should be living out. There's a, a, there's a process of, of God moving through us that he wants to bring to this world, this hurting world, especially in today's world. Um, You know, Jesus came, he came to show us what it's like to be Mm -hmm. a new human, you know, how we should all be uh, just as loving as he was. And yet he was confronted when he needed to be. Uh, He was a peacemaker. Um, And so, um, you know, the image of God in us is now being restored, uh, as the scripture says, from glory to glory. It says in Corinthians, we are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. So every time we get close to God, every time you have an opportunity to hear from God, whether it's a scripture, some worship, or just prayer, whatever it is, or he reveals something to you, those are little moments that you have Mm -hmm. with God that he is changing you. You you get this epiphany, you get this this something that happens inside, you go, wow, I didn't see that before. And you are becoming more Christ-like when he does those things. Mm -hmm. And so, and then um, I talked, last week I talked about two challenges. One of them was the pandemic which is still going on, as you know, and this we're still
0: taking... We had 7,000 cases today in L.A. County. That's like more than double of our highest day. So I know in Texas and Florida, they're also seeing per capita. We obviously have more people than both states, so it's not as serious, but it's serious because um, it's certainly not slowing down. It's just a right. lot of young people are, are getting the infection now.
1: So, um, you know, we're obviously we're going to... Keep doing this, what we've been doing, and um, probably even after this COVID, it seems like a lot of you have have uh, responded to these uh, tapings, and so we want to keep presenting. I mean, you can Before lay in we...
0: bed, you can be taking a bath, and watching a Absolutely, video. Absolutely. I mean, so it's easy. like it's my kind of. I, I I go to all my friend's services now on Sunday morning. I go to get to go to every church that I've been wanting to go, and I could never make it all happen at the same time. Yeah. Now I can just put them online.
1: It's it's really okay. Easy. So the second and the second thing was the racial injustice. Mm-hmm. You know, as as far as what happened to George Floyd. Uh, it was horrible to see a man's life slowly being taken away from him. And what it did is it rocked, I think, us as humans, you know, mm-hmm. to our core. It's like, how could we as people do that to some other another person? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's happening, you know, all over the country, all over the world. People are marching and saying, we have to stop this. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And so how do we respond? Um, and so I, I talked a little bit about this word Ubuntu in uh, mm-hmm. Africa, in South Africa, when... Um, When they started to transition from an all-white leadership and and, um, control in South Africa to one that was open to whoever, um, there was a word that the African would use and it was called Ubuntu and it describes the essence of what it means to be a human. Uh, It describes someone who's generous, hospitable, and compassionate. That's what um, they did to transition and it was a peaceful transition. Um, The new human feels other's pain uh, immediately responds to help alleviate the pain. Yes. And then the last part I talked about was he enacts solutions to prevent this from happening again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we need to go, you know, because we can say, I feel your pain. <laughs> we can true. say, I'm sorry for what's happened to you. Um, we had that opportunity back in the 60s uh, when this amazing man of God was marching throughout the South and telling the country, we need to change this, you know. Mm-hmm and, and um, it was a peaceful demonstration and they killed him um, he was challenging what was there he was challenging the racist process and the racist things that were there the laws and everything and so, um, so it reminds me of a scripture that Jesus mentioned during the Beatitudes when, and it says blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God So the peacemakers. And so, I wanted to share with you uh, this one scripture that, I mean, not this one scripture, this one one thing that uh, Martin Luther King said when he was in a prison, one of the many jails that he was in. He says, I must confess that over the past few years, I have been gravely disappointed Mm -hmm. with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the white citizens council or the Ku Klux Klanner, but the white moderate, who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. And so what he was talking about here, he was saying, you know, these folks, I mean, they're good people, but they would rather just like remove the tension Let's just just like, everyone just kind of like do nothing about this Mm -hmm. and it'll go away. Well, it will go away, but it won't change. Right. And so the problem is it did go away. It did not change. Mm -hmm. And so um, that is what the Bible would describe as the difference between being a peacekeeper versus the peacemaker. A peacekeeper is a good person. They just, they just don't want to. They don't space. like confrontation.
0: They don't it's like people confrontation. Like, yeah, like people living peace country.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I find myself many times following into the peacekeeper role. Sure. It's so easy for me to avoid confrontation. This. is not fun. I don't mm-hmm. like it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but he's not called us to be peace, peacekeepers. He's called us to be peacemakers. peacemakers yeah. And so I'm going to share uh, three characteristics of a peace peacekeeper. Number one, peacekeepers seriously do not want to be the cause of discomfort. Mm. We don't want to hurt people. We don't want them to feel more uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. so we help them with their discomfort. But we never address the issue. Mm -hmm. We just kind of make them feel better. Um, They tend to view any pain that they initiate as harmful and not beneficial. Mm. The second thing peacekeepers do is they tend to keep their issues to themselves in hopes of being seen as someone who doesn't cause or feed into drama. They prefer to have things build up than to open up every time something bothers or offends them. So I hope
0: somebody's wiggling in their seat because I know we're out there.
1: <laughs> and, and then the third thing is peacekeepers often avoid having to deal with people who are different from themselves in order to limit the amount of feather ruffling that goes down. Mm-hmm. This rule view can be as subtle as it can be severe and is sometimes difficult to identify. And so, so it's easier for us to go with folks that are like us and be with them mm-hmm. because it's more peaceable because we know each other, we understand our cultures, we have mm-hmm. the language or whatever it is. At age, it could be whatever. And there's something beautiful about that. And yet at the same time, we have so many subgroups of people all around us that we don't even connect with. And um, Or if there's an issue, we might have a tendency to say, ah, you know, you know what? I, I'm just going to move on. Uh, there's a scripture, Proverbs 10.10. 10, an evasive eye is a sign of trouble ahead, but an open face-to-face meeting results in peace. And so what this is saying is an evasive eye is someone that would look at something that's not right and just kind of says, hmm, it's like when George Floyd was killed. the One of the four police officers, one of the other three police officers brought it up. He says, hey, mm-hmm. uh, he was four months in in this in the uh, working as a, as a police officer. And he brought that up. He says, hey, aren't you, look what's going on. And he was basically shut down. Now, he may have been intimidated and he decided not to say anything at that point. But um, but he knew something inside him was telling him, I don't think this is right, right? And, um, but it was an evasive eye. So like, ah, oh, and he probably just looked away. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but an open face-to-face meeting results in peace. If he would have confronted that police officer and stood up and said, no, this is wrong. You're taking his life right now and he is subdued. He's, we, we can handle him at, at, at this point. And so for whatever reason, he chose to look away. And, um, and so this is what happened. Whereas now the peacemaker. This word is very interesting and I wanted my wife to share it a little oh, bit. Oh, great. I, I have a
0: feeling it has something to do with this fracture of mine. <laughs>
1: um, peacemaker, the word is Irene, which means signifies parties holding differences of opinion Who are willing to turn toward each other and embrace one another in spite of their differences. Mm -hmm. This word Irene is derived from the word verb Iro, which means to bind or join together that which is broken or divided. The idea is to set at one again like a broken bone. Mm -hmm. It's what an orthopedic surgeon does. They're doctors who focus on caring for your bones, joints, ligaments, nerves, and tendons. So I wanted right. my so wife to share Okay, so
0: that. peacemakers, okay. So what do we do when we set a bone? As we all know, we p- put plates in there and screws and because it's gonna hurt like heck when you first do that, but then once you do it, it's gonna bring full mobility, is the goal, back to that extremity. I think that's very similar to the setting right within relationships. Sometimes, like an onion, you gotta peel it. You know, it causes a lot of tears but the good stuff's in the middle. You kind of got to peel it before you make things right. And so the setting right in relationships very similar to the setting right in a bone, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't feel good, but if you don't do it, it, you're never going to come together. So I feel like we're now at a time in America for the church to stay and look back and say, am I peacekeeping or peacemaking in this situation? Am I afraid to bring up conversations with people? I mean, everything from COVID, should you wear a mask? How serious is the coronavirus influenza? What do I feel about Trump and his performance? How do I wanna vote? for All of these things have so segregated, even the closest to friends, even in families. Some people don't even wanna discuss these things. And I think what's important is that if we recognize that we're a new humanity, that we've been called to a higher purpose, and our higher purpose is to reveal God, and His Son. Mm-hmm. And for the purposes that He has in our life. Because we live for eternity. We don't live for what's here. So I think setting things right within relationship just allows us to manifest God's presence and glory to them. Gives them opportunity to see and experience um, a chance at learning what God is and who He is and meeting Him. Because if we start letting all these peacekeeping you know, maneuvers, we're never really... Setting right relationship and setting right people's focus to be where it needs to be
1: hmm mm-hmm. That's good That's good. You know, um One of the things about you know when when Santa had her operation by the surgeon is that she had a lot of support um, She not only had people supporting her. I mean so when we came cute. home we had a lot so of people true. come alongside and we're bringing meals
0: oh, flowers and, and flowers.
1: She was getting uh, morning it. juices.
0: Oh my God. I mean, just Thank blessing after blessing. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and then we had phone calls. We had, you know, cards sent to us that support. And then we had the family here supporting, helping her, you know, move things around because she was immobile with as far mm-hmm. as her arm. And so then, um, you know, just everyone came together, you know, because someone, someone had been hurt. Someone was wounded. Now, Imagine if, if there was a peacekeeper in this whole mix. Imagine if Santa shows up at the, at the hospital, at the emergency room, and her arm, her elbow's sideways and her wrist is going sideways. Why it's, do it's you have
0: to keep talking anyway. about it?
1: <laughs> and so imagine that this is just a wreck, and the doctor was to look at that and say, you know...
0: Oh, let's just bandage it up.
1: Yeah, let's just bandage it up and let's give you I'll some pain meds. Tight. I'll
0: wrap it we'll tight. We'll
1: give you some pain meds to take away the pain. But we're not going to set it. We're just going to leave it as it is, and we're just going to uh, give you pain meds. So from this point on, we're just going to give you pain meds so it doesn't hurt anymore. And so if Santa was to come home with just the pain meds, because we don't want to give her any more pain, mm-hmm. and to take the pain away, and we she was to allow that thing to to try to heal, then she would have incredible amount of issues with that arm, mm-hmm. because number one, it would it would healed incorrectly, and secondly. Because of the damage, um, she would have had been uh, limited by movement with Mm -hmm. that arm, Mm -hmm. and so so that's what a peacekeeper surgeon or doctor would have done. He would have said, "Let's just take the pain away." Well, I can assure you, but doctors are not peacekeepers. No, doctors are peacemakers. They tell you, "You need this medicine. You may not like the taste, or you need to do this, or we need to take you through this, and or you need to have this operation. You have to have this done." That's what a peacemaker does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and that's what the, what we as Christians are called to do.
0: Amen. Not you know? easy. And That's so, what's needed, especially now.
1: Especially now. And, and so to be a peacemaker, first of all, you need to be at peace with God. Uh, there's a scripture in Ephesians 2.14. He mm-hmm. says, our reconciling peace is Jesus. He has made the Jew and the non-Jew one in Christ. Mm -hmm. By dying as a sacrifice, he has broken down every wall of prejudice Mm -hmm. that separated us and has now made us equal through our union with Christ. We are equal with every single person in this planet, right? Mm -hmm. Ethnic hatred has been dissolved by the crucifixion of his precious body on the cross. Ethnic hatred dissolved. And then he says, his triune essence has made peace between us by starting over forming one new race of humanity, Jews and non-Jews fused together. Mm. One new race of humanity. So the first thing we need to make peace is with God, and that's found through Christ. The second thing, we need to repair what is broken like an orthopedic surgeon would do. Mm -hmm. Corinthians 3.11 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, keep rejoicing and repair whatever is broken. That's a challenge. He speaks Mm -hmm. it in the emphatic tone, emphatic uh, mode, which basically is saying, Hey, it's, it's almost like a command. It's like, you must do this. Mm. Repair whatever is broken. And he says, encourage each other, think as one, and live at peace. And God, mm. the author of love and peace, will remain with you. So you want to experience God? Do these things. Live at peace. Repair whatever is broken. Encourage each other. Think as one. You do those things. And you will experience the presence of God in a way that's more beautiful, more powerful than you've ever you know experienced. What,
0: I hear it. I see it happening individually. I, I get it. But I feel like we really need to challenge ourselves and those in other communities that unless you're willing to work as one with you in the body of Christ, we have to really realize there's such diversity not only in cultures but in church culture. And we have to move as one. We have to be a voice and a force in communities that will make a difference. And I feel like we need to be you're, you need to be challenged by that. I need to be. We cannot keep just trying to do church the way we want to. It's comfortable to us. But what what actually would bring about the greatest good for the communities that we're in? Mm-hmm. I think that we as leaders, we have to question we have to challenge ourselves with that. Mm-hmm. What does oneness look like within diversity of all the denominations? that we find in a, in a given community.
1: Right, right. You know, it's, it's that peacemaker that um, recognizes that peace must first be disrupted in order to allow greater mm. peace to enter. They recognize that this one piece is just a, a, it's a lack of tension. Um, and that's kind of a false peace because all it is is like, hey, we're just getting along. Um, but there's no real peace. The peace that God wants to bring to us and has us live by is one that challenges the very things that separate us. Mm-hmm. The very things that cause us to be different. We can be different. That's okay. My wife and I, we, we differ a different. lot We are different. Let me
0: assure you.
1: <laughs> but we live as one. Right? We are committed to each other. Yes. And we love each other. And we respect and honor each other's Tell perspective. Tell me
0: how much you love me. I love it. Give
1: me a okay. kiss. Peacemakers create spaces for brave conversations. So the peacemaker will make sure that they are going to position themselves and the other person or whoever, whatever the situation is, so that you can have a conversation, so you can communicate with, with, with bravery, you know, but with honor and respect for the other person. Uh, the peacemakers are active about building an environment for peace to be possible. So they're always looking for opportunities. How can we make it better? What can we do to bring people together so we can have the conversation, mm-hmm. so we can build relationships? You know, because a lot of times, a stranger is just a friend that you have never met. You could, Your best friend could be just around the corner and you don't mm-hmm. even know. And so um, so those are the things that peacemakers do is they, they speak up for others. Mm-hmm. They speak up for themselves. They confront those situations and they're not afraid to confront a situation because they know mm-hmm. that at the end, it's going to be better for everyone.
0: Yes. And that's what we yeah, need to Yeah, it's like look sacrificing at. being liked, you know, making things easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And Fantastic. there's one more scripture, and it's called The Fruit of Peacemaking. Uh, in James 3.18, it says, you can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right with God and enjoy its results only if you do the hard work mm. of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and honor. That's in the message. Mm, Let me read it to you again. I love this. You can develop a healthy... Where is
0: this? What's the verse?
1: James 3.18 in the message. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right with God and enjoy its results only if you do the hard work of getting along with each other Mm -hmm. and treating each other with dignity and honor. Mm. You see, that is our hope. That our communities would be Living right with God. you know, They would have a peaceful relationship with God and one another. And that we would enjoy a healthy, robust community. That it would be peaceful. It would be Mm -hmm. life-giving. Encouraging. And people Mm -hmm. would grow up in this community and go to the mainland and be different. And people on the mainland would look at us and say, What in the world? Why why are you guys so different? Oh man, I grew up in this community over here that's loving and and gracious. And, Mm -hmm. And yet they were willing to confront me when... I needed it, you know, and, and I appreciate that. And, and, and look, my life has been changed. Um, we went after situations that were not peaceable for our community, and we went after it. Um, I think that if we could, as communities, uh, leaders, and, and church leaders, and just leaders in your own home, um, if we could just take that and become peacemakers and not just peacekeepers, mm-hmm. not just look away and go, oh, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, no, I need to confront this because it could become a problem later. I think if we could do that, you will see a change in your home, a change in your relationship with people that you love and care for, people that you don't know, um, better relationships with them, relationships in your community, and our hope is with all those around you, every person that you come into contact, that they will see a different person because you have become a peacemaker and not just a peacekeeper. Amen?
0: Amen. It was great to be with you. Look forward to seeing you next week. Have a blessed week and... uh, just want to shout out to John Schaefer and his family. We mm-hmm. love you guys and we're so sorry and right. so blessed that Maureen is just dancing on Streets of Gold and with her Savior whom she loved. And boy, what a battle she's been in. And so we just love her and we just want to shout out to to the family. And I'm so blessed and honored to have known Maureen all the years and Amen. been under her teaching and shared, done worship with her and retreats with her. and. So just thinking about you all tonight. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you you. next week. God bless you.
1: Bye-bye.